0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, now going to be airing uh, Monday, I believe, the uh, 12th um, and uh, February.
2: <laughs> good morning. Happy Valentine's Happy week. Happy
1: Valentine's. Yeah, coming up. That's a, big, that's a big day for you, right? Valentine's I day. love
2: Valentine's. Yes, I do. Yeah, it's cause a Because you have February's
1: kind of a... Bunch of things happened in February. February
2: has lots of just sentimental value to us. Danza, my first date was February. Um, we got engaged in February. We got married the end of February. Coming on thirty-one years this year, so I do love this month.
1: That's good. Are you uh, are you somebody that loves you know receiving uh, like flowers and all that kind of stuff, or it doesn't matter?
2: You know what's funny about that? When I at this at this stage in life, I love getting flowers. Um, I will admittedly be, I'm a practical person, and early in our marriage, um, and even especially when we had younger kids and stuff, I loved the thoughtfulness. Dan's a gift giver, for sure, and i he would bring home flowers, and I would appreciate the thoughtfulness, and all I could look at it and see was, oh, that could have gone somewhere else in the budget, and so it, it, I had to really work at being happy to receive flowers, <laughs> Um but you know as as things change and finances change, I was much more excited about getting them once I didn't look at it and see dollar figures.
1: <laughs> that's funny yeah it's uh it is funny how uh, and again it's it's really just the the gesture of I care right you know,
2: such a thoughtful yeah, yes absolutely that, that's
1: what it's all about is it you know just being thoughtful and uh you know being fun and um, when you when you develop a attitude of generosity um mm-hmm. it's exciting because it's the hey i am thinking about you i care about you and i, I hey wouldn't this be something that would be you know fun to receive mm-hmm. um and then when they receive it um they do appreciate it because it does say hey i, I I am thrilled. I'm thrilled about the thing you gave me, but I'm thrilled that you cared enough to give it to me. That you
2: ca- exactly. Yeah. Just that thought. Yeah. Being thought of and loved well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we have, you know, like we had uh, Joshua and Aiden at home, you know, for Christmas and uh, through New Year's and stuff. And, you know, there's just a couple of times where, you know, when we're talk, talking and dialoguing and, you know, and one of them will say, uh, gee, I wish I had. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's usually not a very big thing. It's just, gosh, it would be nice to have this little interesting thing, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, Linda and I, you know, we'll – well, you know, we go – particularly we go to bed. It'll be like, hey, did you – you know, and Linda can say, did you recognize, you know, something that Joshua said? Yeah, hey, why don't we – why don't we get that for him, you know. um, Right, right. And then we do, and then we surprise them. And and, um, it's exciting because – they didn't come and ask for it. Mm-hmm. They didn't say "Would you?" They just made a comment out of normal conversation, and because we noticed it and then provided it to them, they they get thrilled because <laughs> you, you actually listen to me,
2: <laughs> right? Right. They feel seen and known yeah. and listened to, right?
1: And, uh, and you, you know, you have a heart to fulfill things that are that are neat for us thank you so much and then by the way and this is what happens is they start to get generous
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and I'll I'll give an example Um, as you know uh, I tape here in in my office studio and you've also seen me tape at home right Um, and um, when I uh, taped at home uh, which, by the way, uh, is a is a really good idea just all by itself because we can get big snowstorms. Yes. So, uh, well, you're not going anywhere today, anyway. So you, you, might as well <laughs> you need an alternative, right? So, um, I bought a mic, a new mic,
3: because uh,
1: mm-hmm. I had a I had a headset with a mic, and it was fair, but it wasn't great, um, mm-hmm. particularly when Lynn and I were going to be on together. Right. Uh, so, I bought a mic that could be on what's called omnidirectional. And um, it uh, car- you know c- catches the, the voice really really well. So and it's on a stand, and I put it to the right of me, and or put it you know where Linda is, and we can just talk, and it worked great. It, it recorded really mm-hmm. well. Well, um, Aiden, because uh, he you know he's in that room quite a bit, he noticed that my microphone was on a stand, and it wasn't that easy to place it. Mm-hmm. Uh so it would work properly. Um so he buys me a boom. Ah. Um and he had to buy a special boom because the boom had to have this uh microphone that was uh, uh on the uh uh stand to fit the boom. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, right.
1: So he had to find out what it was and how it was. He bought it um, and then he said, I, I, noticed, so I noticed that it was a little bit difficult for you to do it. So uh, this will make it way easier. And you can move it you know, easy in and out. I don't have to move the thing. I can just push it away. Uh, he said it worked great. And then um, he gives it to me. Oh, man, how fantastic is this? And I'm so appreciative. And thank you for noticing. And, um, and he said, I'll, uh, you know what? I'll, let me set it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I know he's a can, good
3: kid <laughs> I, I know that you know I
1: can do this easier than you can do it you know so I'm gonna set it all up so he set it all up um, and it, it, it's fantastic I mean it, it works fantastic you know that's and, great um, and I think I think because you know his mom and dad and Linda and I um, we've taught him uh, the beauty of generosity
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's not you know just giving what people want it's noticing what is opportunistic to say, let me help you with this. And and even more than the gift that he gave me was the fact that he actually paid attention mm-hmm. and thought about it, you know, and right. I, w- I would like to do something for you that would benefit you, you know, and it's right. like... Oh. And
2: now doesn't that, as you describe that, I just am struck by how beautifully that reflects God's heart. Yeah. And his generosity towards us. And, and he's in the details and just, you know, he really does see and know our hearts yes. and loves to delight yes. Loves to delight us yeah yeah and we'll yeah. talk
1: we'll try we'll try to talk more about that because um see god says and I, I love what you're saying is that um i would like to delight you and more than just god would you
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's it's i'm i'm dealing with life stuff and then god says well i'm paying attention
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to do something here. You didn't ask me. Right. But I'm going to do something here that shows you that I love you and care about you. And I, and I can fulfill it with my generosity because that's my heart toward you. Right. And and the, by the way, he that's why he says, in all things, be thankful. Yes. Because uh, he said, don't worry. I know you're in the middle of a tough thing. I'll get you through it. I'll get you to the good stuff and let me deliver it and and it's not you giving me a wish list it's mm-hmm. you following me with my heart of generosity so yeah i think that's a great great uh, truth so we're talking about um hearing god's voice uh we we're in the section of well how does he do it uh we talked about scripture we talked about dialogue personal conversation that he's going to give you uh constantly of Here's what I have to say, and here's what I want you to understand and, and communicate in our, our asking questions. Last time we talked about circumstances, that they do have a part, not, not the sole part, and not never to be concluded other than just to say, because this is happening or because this new information came up, uh, what do you have to say about it? Uh, the next mm-hmm. thing is he says, I'm going to use other people in your community, and I can use both believers and unbelievers uh, to uh, actually uh, give you my voice and speak things that uh, you'll start to receive. Again, not looking for somebody else to tell me the answer, but rather to process so mm-hmm. that I can receive the answer. So go to first of all uh, Malachi three sixteen to eighteen. Malachi three sixteen to eighteen. This is a cool uh, little story
2: then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine says the Lord of hosts on the day that I make them my jewels and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve him.
1: Yeah. So, um, We discovered this actually at a retreat um, when we came across this verse because it was like, huh. Uh, It says they were talking to each other, Mm -hmm. and what was God doing? The Lord listened and heard. Listened and heard. And so what hit us is, huh, that's what prayer is, isn't it? Mm. Isn't I'm talking and God's listening and hearing and then responding? Uh, yeah he said that's prayer what's prayer and we what we understood is oh my gosh prayer is talking it through with other people Mm. Um, and as we process it um, we're going to get insight wisdom he said I'll show you reveal to you the difference between uh, what's called good and evil and evil the word there is things that annoy frustrate irritate and are going to cause you trouble Mm-hmm. I'll share. I'll show you how to stay away from those things. You're going to have enough of it anyway, in, in life. Um, and I will guide you into the grand plan that I have for you. And part of it is you processing it with each other, mm-hmm. and just talking it through, so that um, I'm not looking. Uh, you know, like you, you and Dan and Linda and I. We've there's been a couple of times where we've said, "Hey, we need some." Some discussion about God's will.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, you didn't look to me, or I didn't look to you, and say, "Well, just tell me the answer." Right. It's right. It's um, uh, let's go through a process, and what and what we do is, what do we know to be the truth? Mm-hmm. Uh, what don't we know? Um, what What's the next step? Um, what do you understand about this? And as you're speaking. Uh, and I'm engaged with you I'm going to ask you questions is mm-hmm. well, what about this what about that I've got I've got a couple actually right now um, uh, you remember uh, we had on as guest uh, uh, Thor or Bjorn and uh, oh, yes. Jenny yeah uh, well they're in the middle of potentially uh, they're supported by a church in Alabama which is Jenny's hometown right uh, uh, and and they the the new pastor has come in, uh, and they support him, you know, financially. And they have said, because of your gifts, we would like you to consider uh, coming and staying a year or so in Alabama
3: mm-hmm. from Iceland.
1: Uh, but they're already engaged oh, in, in, in ministry in Iceland. Right. And it's like, huh? Okay. Um, so, one, just because they were asked, he they didn't say, well, because they're my support. I guess I'll just say yes. Right. They know, well, I gotta go see what God has to say about this. So they are. Um, and so uh, they're friends with uh, Heath and Rebecca uh, Cardi who uh, who live in Iceland part-time, and they're the ones that actually came to know about abiding through them. Um, so week six got on a conference call, a Zoom call. And it was, hey, let's let's go to Malachi 3. Mm -hmm. And if we process this, God's going to listen and he's going to give us insight and wisdom and tell us steps, you know, and so we do We talk and what do you know? What don't you know? What's the situation? How does it work? Uh, And they're talking, talking, and then we're asking questions and then uh, they say, okay, so you've got to really understand some information and what we call ask, seek and knock about these two situations, Mm -hmm. Either stay in Iceland. uh, And then, by the way, I asked a question. I did ask a question. I said, if you say no to the pastor's request, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: are they going to alter and diminish or cut off your financial support? Right. Uh, That's kind of a big piece of information. (laughs) Right. By the way, it doesn't mean that they're not supposed to. It's just just, we need to know the answer.
2: But you need the answer. And they said,
1: nope. Nope. He already told us. Hey, this isn't about you doing what what we want you to do. We 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 think it's a good idea. We'd like to process it with you, but if God mm-hmm. says no, doesn't change a thing. Right. I said, well, that's good.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: so you know, so we're processing. So uh, what Linda and I roll and Heath and Rebecca roll is, well, then uh, look at it this way. Ask these questions. Go think this way. Um, you know, Like, for example, uh, and they shared the story of this on the podcast, um, God miraculously gave him that house in Iceland.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember how cool that was?
2: Oh, it was such a great story. Um, yeah.
1: And so I said, well, first of all, since that's true, you know, you don't want to diminish that. Right. No, we don't. Um, I said, OK, so if you think and, and you're, you're maybe called Alabama, what would you do with that house? Mm hmm. Uh, how would that work? And, and is it easy to rent? And, and how long would you be there? And, um, et cetera, et cetera. Because remember, God's will is progressive. So it isn't like, yeah, I gave you, I gave you a miraculous house and I don't care about it anymore.
3: Right. <laughs> I, right. I, I care
1: about it. you know. And, and so our role, as we're talking about uh, others and dialoguing, the best thing we can do is to get them to talk. Mm. Um, And do you understand this? And hey, do you see what you just said? Right. Um, Helping
2: each other connect the dots sometimes. Yeah. And then, hey, by the way, here's a
1: question and here's a step to take next. And go find this out and then come back and we'll process more. And uh, generally speaking, um, it's not what I call a Mm one-off. We're like, okay, yeah, we heard a few things and here's some ideas. See you later. It's we're going to stay with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go find this out. Come on back. Go find this out. Come on back. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep processing. God's listening. He's going to get us answers.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll know that we know that we know. And we'll all be able to confirm it when you know. And the best way to do it is talk about it and process mm-hmm. it. And so he says, yes. God says, I'm going to use other people to assist you in the process of now he said, "Be careful that you try to use other people as the answer." Mm. He says they're not the answer; I'm the answer, right? But I right. will use them to do it. Okay, so he said, "Talk to each other," uh, and then what we tell people, particularly you know, married couples, is take the time to talk about it. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and um, uh, you know, we had we had we just taped a, a, a session with Don and Rochelle Light, and Don said. Uh, One of the ways that we hear God's voice and we process is that uh, we had a thing come up and I went and talked it through with Rochelle Mm -hmm. to get to unity. And he said, because I've learned that I've learned that I don't need to just say, God, what's your answer? Hey, we talk it through and out of that stuff comes insight, wisdom and steps to get the answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's look at another story uh, and go to First Samuel 25. And first of all, just read verses 10 to 13 so we can set this up. Sure. Samuel 25, 10 to 13.
2: Then Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David and who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants nowadays who break away each one from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my sharers and give it to men when I do not know where they are from? So David's young men turned on their heels and went back, and they came and told him all these words. Then David said to his men, Every man gird on his sword. So every man girded on his sword, and David also girded on his sword. And about 400 men went with David, and 200 stayed with the supplies. Yeah,
1: so (laughs) this is a um, uh, scenario. Uh, Remember remember we've talked about David? He's Mm -hmm. always getting chased around by Saul, and he's gotta hide. <laughs> Hiding in caves. He's gotta hide all the time, <laughs> and he winds up uh, near Carmel, uh, and um, this this rich guy, Nabal, uh, had you know probably 1,000 acres and probably hundreds and thousands of sheep, uh, and David, who wound up next to him, mm-hmm. uh, was observing how they're handling the sheep, and the protection of the sheep. Right. Okay, now, one thing we know about David, what was- He knows sheep. He knows (laughs) knows how this works. He's really good at this. Right. And he noticed, hey guys, oh my gosh, there's certain things you're doing that isn't working, and I know know what to do, Mm -hmm. and I can protect you, and I can teach you some things that, well, you'll be way better shepherds and your sheep will be way better off. So he takes care of them. Um, and he does it out of the, just the generosity of his heart. Mm-hmm. Doesn't expect anything. Well, uh, the the time of shearing comes and they have harvest. And and generally in that culture, what they did is had a gigantic feast.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what's happening. Nabal's putting on a gigantic feast And because he's rich, and you and you can appreciate this, um, whenever you have a Christian potluck, Mm -hmm. how much extra food do you wind up with?
2: Oh, so much!
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just crazy leftovers,
1: right? And David knows that he's got all this extra food, Mm -hmm. Um, so he says, "Hey guys, go ask him. Tell him what we did, Mm -hmm. and go ask him. Could we just have scraps?" Because it would benefit us, because we're sick of eating bugs and stuff, and you know, Mm could we have real food? He does. Nabal says, "No, I don't know this guy at all, and I'm not not doing nothing for him. I don't care. Uh, You know, I don't care what he did." Um, So (laughs) they come back and said, "He's not doing nothing." Okay, what David says? Okay, boys, (laughs) buckle up.
2: Here we go. We're gonna, and he says later
1: <laughs> on. You can read this. I'm gonna kill everybody in sight. Mm. Um, that might have it.
2: responded out of self, there, huh? <laughs> a little bit out of anger. Now, by the way,
1: this is funny because the story right before this, so it's not more than a month old, right? Is him and Saul in the cave, right? And he could have killed Saul.
2: And him being so surrendered to the, what and, God was, and the Holy leading, Spirit yes. checked
1: him. <laughs> And he said, I perceive that uh, God isn't asking me to do this. Vengeance is his, not mine, so I'm gonna Mm -hmm. just let him take care of it. And I could have killed you, uh, and I was gonna kill you, but the Spirit checked Mm me, and I recognized vengeance is God, not mine. Okay, this situation, a month later, he forgot the whole thing. Right. That vengeance is God's, not his. He said, okay, boys, we're gonna kill everybody in sight.
2: Yeah, let's go.
1: Let's go. Okay, now read verses 20 to 26.
2: Uh, let's see so it was as she rode on the donkey that she went down under cover of the hill and there were David and his men coming down toward her and she met them now David had said surely in vain I have protected all that this fellow has in the wilderness so that nothing was missed of all that belongs to him and he has repaid me evil for good may God do so and more also to the enemies of David if I leave one male of all who belong to him by morning light Now when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey, fell on her face before David, and bowed down to the ground. So she fell at his feet and said, On me, my lord, on me let this iniquity be, and please let your maidservant speak in your ears, and hear the words of your maidservant. Please please let not my lord regard this scoundrel Nabal, for as his name is, so is he, Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your maidservant, did not see the young men of my Lord whom you sent. Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, since the Lord has held you back from coming to bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now then let your enemies and those who seek harm for my Lord be as Nabal.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, Abigail is, is his wife. Uh, now, she and Nabal are unbelievers can, can because mm-hmm. they're not... They're not, you know, uh, Jewish or not, you know, they're not following, you know, that they're just uh, he's there and he's he's he's, he would consider him an atheist. She's she knows enough about Mm -hmm. uh, David and, you know, what's happened to him and who he is. Um, But he's going to go kill everybody. Right. Okay. who shows up? Abigail.
2: Abigail does. Yes. What does
1: she what does she say to him?
2: She's got a message for him. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she says, um, I think what you're about ready to do is a mistake.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now she says, I'm not even thinking about it as a mistake against my absurd husband. What he did is is crazy and he's self-centered and prideful and arrogant and, and he deserves you to kill him. But... Mm-hmm you're making a mistake because you're gonna violate what you know to be right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm telling you, pay attention. Mm. Um, now, we could imagine because of what happened with Saul that the spirit tried to check David. Mm. David overruled it.
3: Right, he was and just so, kept going anyway. He was yeah. so
1: angry and so frustrated that he overruled any checking of the Spirit, which he had Mm -hmm. already experienced before, and I'm going to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And God says, uh, well, okay. um, How about if I send you somebody else that at least challenges what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Even an unbeliever. And she says it. He stops and listens. And he says uh thank you <laughs> Yeah,
2: you're right <laughs> uh,
1: he says um, I know that I'm in the I was in the flesh. I didn't have the ability to listen and hear God. I even overruled my checking of the spirit but you said something that God mm-hmm. said that's me this is me right. um, I'm using a person to get you a message. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd like you I'd like you to uh, listen uh, and pay attention Um, and so um, David did uh, and said I I appreciate the fact that God used you to intervene Mm -hmm. and say something to me okay uh, right now go to verses 32 to 35
2: Then David said to Abigail, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me. And blessed is your advice, and blessed are you, because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. For indeed, as the Lord God of Israel lives, who has kept me back from hurting you, unless you had hurried and come to me, surely by morning light no males would have been left to Nabal. So David received from her hand what she brought to him, and said to her, Go up in peace to your house. See, I have heeded your voice and respected your person.
1: Yep. So um, he says, you know, I I acknowledge that this was God. God used Mm -hmm. a person. Um, I recognize it was a person. And um, I'm receiving it not as just a good idea that God spoke to me Mm -hmm. through you. I'm gonna listen, and because of it, you know he. What happened is he settled back down, mm-hmm. and so Father, you're you're trying to get me this message, yes? So you don't want me to go do this, no? Hey David, and then he had a dialogue. Hey David,
3: mm-hmm.
1: what did you just learn a month ago? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, not yours. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what somebody's done. You don't take it into your own hands. I'll do it. Don't worry, but not you. And you got to learn this lesson again. Mm-hmm. And since you were so intense about this, I had to intervene with somebody else. Oh, okay. And David said, "I got it. I understand it." You know. And so it all worked together. So that um, as you're looking at uh, God's voice, one practice talking to each other, particularly inner circle, spouse, people right. that are that are want to walk with you into hearing God's voice. We'll talk it through with them and keep keep going and keep understanding and what do I know and what aha do I get and what insight do I get and then what step do I take.
3: hmm
1: Also be willing to let God intervene when somebody comes across your path and has something to say and pay attention. So that mm-hmm. um it's not even, well, because they said it, I'm gonna do what they want, it's just stop a second. Right and process it with God is, what are you saying this to me? Are you trying to help me understand something? Am I supposed to process something further? Um, or is it just a random thought that somebody has or a fleshly thought that somebody has or actually they're being used by the enemy to try to thwart me?
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: what the way I approach it, and see, I don't even distinguish between believer, spiritual person, non-spiritual person, unbeliever, when I hear people say something, mm-hmm. I pay attention and do not I g I right. don't I don't say that is God's answer. I just say because I just heard this, right? Would you help help me understand what do I do with this? Where do I go with this? Right. Am I supposed to process this further or is this a distraction? Or
3: mm-hmm. and see,
1: we don't the key is don't care about it, but be willing to let other people have input into the process. Um, mm-hmm. And God uses other people all the time to and we'll and we'll talk and let's bring this up again next time and talk more a little bit more about it because in your inner circle and you and I can share some stories about this um, is um, while you're processing, somebody else can notice something
3: mm-hmm.
1: even you know, I think, I think you're drifting here, or I think you're trying to get your own answer, and I don't—I sense you got a heart issue here, or something needs to be done differently, because they're part of my inner circle, which actually I've invited them into that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's, let's make sure that uh, we bring that up next time.
2: Yeah, and even as we bring that up, I think it'd be great to talk about what it looks like to receive something in humility. <laughs> Um versus going to offense, which sometimes pride will send us to offense and then we don't receive what we needed to receive in humility. Yeah. Right. So
1: so uh uh make sure you write to talk about make sure you write make sure you write the I everything you just said. Everything you just said we gotta talk about. Uh that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you do use other people. Uh you tell us first of all, just use other people routinely. Uh, to discuss and dialogue and process and you're listening and and you're going to get us answers from it and then you can intervene by sending people that we're supposed to pay attention to um, and other people have an impact on how you speak to us so we just pray that we'll practice that be willing to and I do pray as we go to this next session got lots of questions about that Mm -hmm. uh, and that we spend some time really understanding how it really works and what to do with it and so we praise you and thank you in Christ's name amen
2: Amen. Well, thank you so much. As always, just a blessing to be able to sit and discuss these things and just to hear the wisdom of God's word and let you share with all of us. So thank you. And if you have questions, send them in to us at questions at abideministry.com. And we would love to talk about them. Look forward to seeing you next time. Yep. We'll see you then.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry.